Welcome to a dose of deeper contemplation. We have cultivated this self-healing practice as we navigate the many aspects of modern life with the desire to be a better human. As a psychic medium, these conversations are channeled, so let's take a walk together and talk it out. We have known and worked with many folks who admittedly practice retail therapy, very knowingly understand that there is a shopping problem. As a house witch, these conversations come to the surface because in our work together with our clients, we have deeper contemplations around the amassing of things, over accumulation of things, objects, stuff. This has a direct impact on the energy of our space and that therefore has a direct impact on the energy of our own space, our inner space, our bodies, our energetic fields. They are not separate. They very much interact. And so these conversations with our clients is to help make that connection so that we can attune the energetic fields into a higher frequency, let's call it, activation, a frequency that is vibrating more towards an existence that they truly desire, whether that's a deeper sense of peace, a deeper sense of happiness, a deeper sense of creativity, health, wealth, right? What's the vision for your life? So we work together and attune the energetic fields and space for that to be a reflection, that visionary life to be a reflection of what you live in and see each day. So here we are in the deeper conversations with some folks who see that they have a shopping problem, can understand and equate it to their retail therapy. So great, connections are being made. And it takes time, you know, it takes time to course correct or to adjust these programmings. It's important to start putting things in place, certain exercises, how, you know, doing experiments, whatever, some sort of disruption to the pattern, to the addiction. If that's not in place, it will just simply continue to carry on. And we are present with one particular person and she is a magnificent, incredible, powerful, brilliant womb body. She's very successful. She's single. She did not breed humans. She takes care of two amazing dogs. And she has a shoe and bag collection that is museum worthy. We helped her turn an entire room into a closet for these items. And in this process of building her a room into a closet, we hold the space also for the conversations, the deeper conversations around the amassing. And on one hand, it brings such joy, these physical things, these aspirational things to have. Aspirational meaning that they are these high-end brands. The amount of money that is put towards the amassing of these brands on the regular basis, consistently, monthly, if added up, is a significant amount of fundage. Now again, it brings her joy, joy in the moment, 
that's fully recognized. And fully recognize also the connection that, as with many things that follow an addictive pattern, that joy doesn't actually last. It can be so fulfilling, so in that moment, and then seem to fade or seem that way until the next sparkly thing reveals itself and distracts us into another amassing, another space of just sparkly and need to have it. <laughs> And relatable, we also enjoy looking at sparkly things. And they can be rather seductive in the aspiring to acquire such sparkly things. But we began working on a spell many, many years ago in these conversations and to share it in this contemplation just in case this may help some other folks out there. It has helped many of our clients who have this spell. And in those moments of wanting to amass, amass of something that is beautiful and, you know, enchanting you. But if you take a moment and reflect that you already have quite a bit of a, a mass, you have already amassed a mass, a mass of things and your space feels full and stuffed and cluttered. But that thing, oh, but that thing, it's so pretty, you know? Oh, it's so trendy. Oh, that thing, that thing, it will just make me feel so much better about myself if I'm wearing that. There's all sorts of narratives for different folks. We're trying to just throwing out a few that we know and hear and have lived ourselves. In this lens of retail therapy and looking at the experience from that space, separating out of the pattern of addiction of just like seeing it, wanting it, loving it. Oh my God, I have to have it, buy it. And if that is a pattern, especially one that is recognized to bring some sort of therapeutic value, this spell is to start a deprogramming process. And in those moments, take a deep breath and we say, admire, not acquire admire not acquire you can say it out loud you can say it several times the idea is that the words are disrupting the pattern and giving space creating the space for something different now what's interesting is that sometimes for some folks something that is different is very uncomfortable and yeah you may have to get ready to be uncomfortable if you want to grow out of a pattern that you can see is actually destructive to your life. And sometimes the folks don't see. And that was what was so interesting about this particular person that was coming into this contemplation. It was a curiosity to wonder if though she is very successful and a certain scale would be considered wealthy, we'll use the word wealthy, and that a use of her wealth is to show that she has wealth. A use of her wealth is to show that she has wealth and style and taste. <laughs> but ultimately, a big draw, a big part of the attraction to brands is that it is essentially a statement that you have wealth. Folks know that that is not a $25 handbag. Because it has a specific name on it, folks know that's a $25,000 handbag. <laughs> we cackle because it's just so fascinating. Regardless, it's a handbag, but where is wealth being distributed, right? In that example, it was curious to us 
to wonder if this person is actually afraid of being wealthy. If she would even know what to do. If she would even know if she could handle it, if she felt worthy of it. What would happen if she actually took three months, we'll just give it three months, didn't do any shopping and just watch that money fucking grow in her bank account. Just grow and grow and grow each month. And that it wasn't an amassing of things. It was an amassing of dull hairs. But then here you are left with this amassing of dull hairs in a space that perhaps you have not been before with more dull hairs in the account because it wasn't being spent. And looking at that and being like, well, what do we do from here? Now to a lot of folks, that, that sounds dreamy. But for some people, it's kind of hard to imagine. That's a very interesting thing about the mindset of wealth. First and foremost, it seems that it has to actually exist. A belief has to be there that wealth is there and wealth is possible in order for it even to have any grounds to actually show up. Now, we're speaking of this particular person in this example and context. And so that's one end of the spectrum, right? Although it certainly could just be looked at with numbers, meaning the numbers are different, reflective of perhaps the mindset, but the impact is actually the same. To give that context in this story as we have shared, let's say that this person stops shopping for three months and amasses $30,000. Suddenly $30,000 more of available fundage to do something with. But there is absolutely other levels of this spectrum. Meaning if you were to look at spending, knowing that at times this takes a bit of a deep dive into yourself, putting yourself under the microscope as we like to say, you're like, yeah, you know, when I'm stressed out, I shop online. Yeah, you know what? When I've had a rough day, I feel so much better walking around Target, filling up a cart. When I'm feeling a little insecure, when I'm not feeling beautiful, you know, I'm going to drop some money on these beauty products here. That's going to fix it. That's what it's going to make everything better, right? Whatever the story, whatever the circumstance, and this definitely isn't everyone, but some folks... So if you were to take that moment, even if it's $25 hairs, which you actually really don't need to spend because you have already amassed a cabinet full of candles, a cabinet full of lotions, a cabinet full of shoes, a cabinet closet full of clothes. Pick your poison, as they say. <laughs> Whatever that thing is that gets amassed. Whatever that knickknack on the shelf. Sometimes the dollar stores and thrift stores, it's even easier decisions for some folks to amass more than it is needed. So whatever the spectrum, it's an interesting experiment to see how profound it could be of an experience to in that moment admire but not acquire and reverse the amassing of stuff into the amassing of doll hairs. Even if that is $120 over three months, it's something that you see growing. And what would more money, more of a resource, more of fundage bring to your life as your well-being, as your health? Would you not have to stress as much over money all the time? 
because there's suddenly more of it. We would certainly have to start valuing our health, body, all the bodies, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual bodies. We would need to start prioritizing that health over wealth and knowing that when we are in full health as energetic beings, that health is wealth, especially emotionally healthy, mentally healthy, not being controlled by addictions, not trying to just find momentary relief from your stress or unhappiness, but actually that you just start to wake up every day and feel happier, maybe because you're not having to work so hard all the time because you need to make a certain amount of money in order to support a certain amount of shopping habits, but that you can wake up and feel like you have everything that you need and probably then some. In fact, it might even feel good to go through all of that emassing and let go of some of it. Now, this experiment may require the ingredient or element, we'll say, of bravery. It takes a certain amount of courage to believe that you are wealthy, not could be, but you are, that are, if you will, you are wealthy, will begin to manifest itself when you pause on the spending and instead watch your fundage grow. And with that fundage, what do you want to fund? More freedom, more rest, more time with folks in your life, more experiences. Is there some place in the world you would love to go but never been? As we share this with you, we know that it is also resonating so deeply within ourselves, always, always within ourselves. Every contemplation is for us as well. Seeing that this can be even more of a deep dive at times, find the deeper healing, find the connections, find where those limiting beliefs are still hanging on, hanging on to lack, hanging on to limitation, hanging on to just a straight up belief like we won't be wealthy. That's not something that we're here to experience. That was not part of the story that we were told as we are developing the view about the world, the view about ourselves, our identity, and it's so crucial. So we hope that this spell is supportive for you as it has been supportive for us. Admire, not acquire. Instead, watch your wealth grow. Prioritize your health. And as you grow as a pillar of health, you will grow as a pillar of wealth. Thank you so much for sharing this time in contemplation with us. This is Deep Dose and we are Eden.